Hey there, and welcome back to the McNaughton McKay podcast. Today is episode 22, and I am joined by Brian Fortney. He's the global product portfolio lead at Rockwell Automation for the Lifecycle Services Group. Brian, how's it going? Going well, Austin. Thanks for having me on today. I'm excited to talk a little bit about the uh, workforce skills gaps our manufacturers are facing right now. That's what we're going to be addressing is the challenges of the growing skills gap in manufacturing. So Brian kind of took the words right out of my mouth, but I'll let you kind of jump into it. What are we seeing industry-wide and why is it concerning? Well, when you go and talk to a manufacturer, uh, and I don't care where you are within the United States, they're facing the same challenge, not being able to find the talent that they need to come in and make a difference on the plant floor on day one. And a recent study by Deloitte has shown that the U.S. faces uh, a skills gap of roughly 2.5 million jobs uh, that could go unfilled between now and 2025 due to the significant amount of baby boomers uh, retiring and not having enough uh, workforce pipeline to backfill those jobs. So if you had to, to frame it in in one way, why do you think or what do you think is driving this uh, potential skills gap that we're going to be facing here within the next couple of years? Whenever I get asked that question uh, about what's driving this skills gap, I, I always answer it the same way. The great enemy of North American manufacturing is not foreign cost competition. It's the high school counselor. We have done a very poor job of making manufacturing careers um, attractive, seeming attractive, making folks understand the uh, safety, the technology, the, the excitement of these roles. And we've done uh, a, a deficit to our um, uh, to leading employers by taking away the skills training that used to be part of our high schools and uh, some of our tech colleges. So say for sake of argument, we somehow flip the script and we make manufacturing really sexy and all the, all the students coming up want to learn and fill these jobs. Those people are still going to have to be up to speed with, with old technology, new technology, and, and kind of continuing to learn, right? So how do we address this? Well, so that's a great question. So let's assume that we have solved the, uh, the issue that drives this, right? Now we need to get people ready to ready to add value into the into the facilities. So we have to take into account that our manufacturers are taking advantage of modernizing technologies uh, at a more rapid pace than ever before. But not many of our manufacturers are uh, 100% modernized. There's a range of technology, and that range of technology can span 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, right? And we have to help our, our customers to have a workforce that is enabled to support that. Recently, um, in 2019, we released our e-learning platform, making it easier than ever before for customers to get training across the spectrum of platform. And we continue to release more courses. The need is great. Uh, for example, in, last year and in the heat of the uh, pandemic, uh, we released a program uh, to help our customers, giving 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 access to anyone who wanted uh, to take one of a single e-learning class. We had globally over 71,000 customers take advantage of uh, this offer 
to go in and take a look at improving their skills during that time. Yeah, I think one of the old adages is if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? But if we get into a situation where it does break and nobody knows how to fix it, that can be equally as deadly. I like to learn at my own pace when it's possible, but having that instructor is really great too. How do we address pros and cons of both sides? Well, we recently launched Learning Plus. This is our subscription offering that allows customers unlimited access to all of our e-learning that we have available. And we have about 23 classes available now, and they'll get unlimited access to scheduled virtual instructor-led training. We know that our customers have a harder time getting out of the plant and certainly uh, during this time, right, have trouble traveling at all, right, to instructor-led courses. So what we wanted to do is bring that instructor to them, creating a hybrid experience where they can go into the various e-learning courses, uh, take the lessons that they need, and then register and join into our virtual instructor-led sessions where they have that chance to interact with that instructor, see show-and-tell experiences of our demo uh, and our labs, and all do it in a way that is easy as clicking into a Teams meeting to have those experiences, right? We have to make it easy to access. We have to make it relevant to what it is that they do. And Austin, I'm excited to say that uh, for roughly the cost of a single five-day in-person training, uh, our customers now, have now can have access to uh, over 20 of our most in-demand courses and the unlimited access to our scheduled virtual instructor-led training, interacting with those instructors. So of these, uh, say, 20-plus most popular courses, what do those cover exactly? So the courses cover uh, that most, the most popular of our curriculum. So certainly uh, across the, the spectrum of our uh, Studio Logics courses, our PowerFlex Drives courses, Kinetics Motion, Stratic Switch courses, uh, Ethernet Networking, Safety and Guard Logics. Uh, we're going to be adding in some TUV functional safety training. Plant PAX uh, 5.0 is available in the uh, e-learning environment. And we're going to be continuing to add more courses over the next years. We're bringing in Legacy Technology, Slick 500. We're going to be bringing in cybersecurity, uh, more of our uh, software IS type courses uh, as well. So we have a broad spectrum. And then of those courses, right, we have a subset, 11 or 12 courses that we're going to be offering as the virtual instructor led each quarter so that customers have the opportunity to take those classes. And those classes are essentially an experience where they can go in uh, and have a two-hour uh, lesson. The courses are broken down into roughly two-hour segments so that they can go in and have that, but still not completely disrupt their workday. So they still can uh, participate at work and take training. Well, you, you broke my heart a little bit because apparently industrial components doesn't make it into the most popular courses, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> the, way, the way you've been explaining these uh, classes though, at least the, the virtual instructor-led, it sounds almost identical to the in-person type course uh, how close does this resemble or not resemble those types of courses? Well, Austin, first and foremost, if you tell me the IC course, the industrial components course you want, we'll see what we can do for you. For uh, the virtual classroom sessions, right, the experience is, 
I would say about 95% of an instructor-led experience. And don't get me wrong, you can still have that instructor-led experience. We're delivering now at distributor locations uh, throughout North America, we're delivering at customer sites, right? Where that's appropriate, we have it uh, available for our customers. But when they come into the virtual experience, it's about 95%. They're interacting with the instructor, they're getting the lessons, they have access to all of the student materials from the instructor-led course, and they're seeing the demos performed in a show-and-tell manner. And there's also an office hours component where they can go in in smaller groups or one-on-one -on -one and have uh, specific questions that maybe are more relatable to their jobs answered by the instructor. So overall, I think it's about 95% of the um, instructor-led experience. I have to ask for the sake of people, people working on these credits, do any of these classes count towards continuing education credits? Absolutely. We have our IASET, um, and that's our standardizing body, approved CEUs, continuing education units, and the court, and there are courses that, that those apply to. Um, your local um, McNaughton-McKay representative can show you which of those courses that those CEUs apply to. But you can always assume that our most popular topic courses do have those CEUs. So our logics courses, drives, motion. Uh, but again, your local McNaughton McKay representative can help you with that. Perfect. Well, just so we're clear, kind of to, to wrap everything up, we have the availability now through Learning Plus to access the e-learning, which is the kind of go at your own pace, uh, look at stuff when you want to online. And then we have the virtual classroom, which is going to be instructor-led, more of a hybrid between the traditional classroom setting, but done virtually. So if you have any other questions, please feel free to reach out to your local McNaughton McKay account manager or email us at podcast at mc-mc.com. Brian, thanks so much for your time. Thanks, Austin. Have a great day.